Sometimes we start a journey and we get to a place we find out that the journey is far so we decide to settle anywhere we want to settle. I always read about the story of Abraham. Most people, where did God lead Abraham to whose land? God took him we say we want to go to Canaan, isn't it? Abraham, let's read some few scriptures. The father, after the destruction of the new world and the, the old world by water, this is the account of Terah, the father of Abraham. That is Genesis chapter 11. Terah became the father of Abram, not Abraham. Nahor and Haran. And Haran became the father of Lot, while his father Terah was still alive. Haran died in old of the Chaldeans in the land of his birth. Abram and Nahor both married. The name of Abram's wife was who? Sariah. And the name of Nahor's wife was Melchah. She was the daughter of who? Haran, the father of both Melchah and Iscah. Now, Sarai was barren. What? Now, Sarah was childless because she was not able to conceive. And Terah took his son, who? Abraham, his grandson, Lot of Haran, and daughter-in-law, who? Sarai, the wife of his son, Abraham. And together they set out from 
all of the Chaldeans to go to where? So where was Abraham's father going? Canaan. Oh, let me see. To go to where? You see the word but? There's a word that followed it. But when they came to what? Haran. They settled there. Sometimes you have a goal. You set up your goal. And on the journey of that goal, you'll get to the middle. You build, you settle there. The change is difficult. We can't go again. Let's see. Most of us are in the place which Abraham's father was. By that time, I don't know whether Abraham had heard the voice of God. So while they were settled there, Abraham might get, he might be very happy. Now that you stay there, get accustomed to the place. The place become your new, uh, 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 your new town, like some of us, Accra has become our new uh, hometown. Uh, your children doesn't know your village. It's here they know. Your, your grandfather came here, give birth to your mother and your father, and this is so. You yourself, your village there, nobody knows you, don't know anybody. So you are an adult town of Rafra House. <laughs> so they go to that place, and wherever you stay for a very long time, you get used to those places. The most difficult part for some people is movement. Even if you build a new house, and you have an old one, and you want to move, sometimes it's difficult to move. Even though the new one is better than the old one. You get used to the old one unless some of us, people have to push us. <laughs> uh, because the people around, you are accustomed to people who are around, or you've, you've made friends all around, and you've made this in, and you know the area, you can even close your eyes and walk through the street. Here you are into a new place, you don't know the next neighbor. So while they were there, but Haran decided uh, that the father of Abraham, Terah took his son Abraham, his grandson Lord Haran, and his father-in-law Sarah, then they went there. Uh, but when they came to Haran, they settled there. Most of us settle where God has not destined us to be. It is the middle of your journey. What you are experiencing, you think you have succeeded. You haven't succeeded yet. There is a higher place God wants to take us to. So don't settle at any place that you think you are comfortable. You can push ahead. Don't settle where you are. If you settle where you are, you may not get the place. So Abraham got used to the place and he was living there and staying there. Then until I love God. Then chapter 12. No, let me finish the, the scripture. Verse 32. Terah lived 205 years and he died in Haran. 
So after Abraham's father died, the Lord had said to Abraham, leave your country, your people, your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. You've been given instruction. They came to Haran and they settled there. Sometimes we can give, God can give us instruction, but you get to a point. The money is not flowing. The capital is not flowing. He said, oh God, let me settle for uh, something that my money can do. No, if God says do this, look, no matter how difficult it is, determine to do it or not do it. So at a point, God said, Abraham, what are you doing here? Get up and go to a land. Hmm, I, it's not easy. Leave your country, your people, your father's house, hold, and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great world nation and i will bless you i will make your name what oh i love this he said first i will make you what i will make you what? a great nation god sees men as nations when this one was pregnant said there are two nations in your womb one man can become a nation. He said, I will make you a nation. And God wants to make your product national one. It is when you are a nation that you can impact other places. So God said, I will make you a nation. Not only that, I will do what? I will bless you. How many of you want blessing? Whenever God sends you, he gives you a vision or a dream in life. It simply means he wants to make you a great nation in that area. It simply means that God must bless you so that you'll be able to get to that place. Say, and I will bless you and make your word, your name word, great. When there's a dream, when there's a vision, and you're able to achieve it, it is that and that makes your name great. It's not age that makes names great oh those was but i think facebook what's the name max this we don't know you know him in ghana here he's not 80 years old he's not 70 years even if he comes here and he sit among us some of us will not know him God made a nation out of what is from his mind and blessed that work. And now 
that thing had made his name great. Anytime God speaks to you, there's greatness in every seed and every command God gives. Every vision and every dream God gives you, there is what we call greatness. It doesn't matter. Say, oh, Pastor, me, dear me, a carpenter. Yes, he said, if he said, go and do chess, you just obey it. He can make you great in chair making. That your chairs will be tacked the best. White House everywhere will be ordering your, your furniture. Before you realize every home, every rich man home, your name is there. So it's not what you choose, it's where God said go. I will make your name what? Oh, how many want you may say for me I don't want your name to be great. Oh. I will make your name great. And what? All these things is good, but so that you shall be what? A blessing. God blesses people to make them a blessing. That is why we are teaching you how to give offering and fresh fruit. So that you can learn in time of greatness, you can learn to become a blessing to other people. The reason why God will bless and make somebody a nation is so that he will make you a blessing. When you are a blessing, whoever gets close to you gets blessed. When you are a blessing, when somebody comes close to you, you will receive salvation. Blessing. You cannot go to where there's blessing and cry. There's joy. When you are a blessing and someone is dying and is confused and they carry the person to your presence, the blessing just makes it stand up, brings hope to that person. That is what I call blessing. I will make you blessing. Oh, Abraham. I will bless those who what? When you are a blessing and anybody blesses you, he receives blessing back. And I will curse him who what? So you know your portion is not what? A curse. When a curse is sent to you, the curse comes. And when it gets to your place, the software in your life, the, the, the thing in your body cannot accept it because it's blessing. So it comes and it found at the distance, it cannot, I don't have, it cannot work here. So what happened? It goes back. You are blocked. Some of you, sometimes when you are angry, you block people's uh, uh, numbers. No matter how the person try, it won't come. Because you haven't given him the access to the place. So God has blocked case in the life 
But Jesus was made a curse so that you will be a blessing. And God has blessed that decision. That is why I don't think anybody, if you are working with God, somebody should stand and say, I will curse you and let you fail. Then where is our God? Where is the God of the Christian? If he will sit down and allow demons to curse the people who trust in him, then it's not worth following that God. Some of us, we are afraid of curses. We are not the only people that people have cursed me too. Some people don't like you. Not because you did something bad. Not because they even know you. Not, some people can hate people they haven't seen before. You don't know the person, but you hate the person. Why? God says that I will curse people who curse you, and this is your portion. And in you, I love this area. All the families of what? The earth shall be one. Blessed. In you, all the families of the earth shall be one. And now we are here in Ghana calling ourselves sons of Abraham. You know, Abraham is everybody. Everybody seems to claim he's their father. The main major religion believe that they come from Abraham. We all trace our uh, our, our source from Abraham or Ibrahim. <laughs> so everywhere, nations will be blessed through you. And I believe that the church should influence nations. I believe that the church should be able to repel cases. And I believe that is our duty, this Abrahamic blessing, which will carry it upon our life. And from this place, I want you to walk with your chest out that you are blessed. Amen. Oh, tell someone I'm blessed. Some of us don't want to hear blessing cry. Then let's let me see Abraham. Abraham. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lord went with him. And Abraham was seventy-five years old when he departed from where? Seventy-five. He said, God, this life 
75 there. If you were, you were going to bless me, not age 40, not age 35. 75, we are not talking about my blessing. Meanwhile, when I look at myself, my father's too good, he died and left for me. They are the only thing I have now. Let's go. My father gave me some few goods, gave some uh, uh, sheep, gave uh, my uh, the grandchild to some few, and he said, you will bless us. But on their way, the blessing started showing to the point that they go so blessed. Mm. Oh, let's continue. Then Aram took Sarah, his wife, and Lord, his brother's son, and all their possession that they had gathered, and the people whom they had acquired in Haran, and they departed to go to the land of Canaan. So they came to the land of Canaan. Abraham pressed through the land to place of section as far as Terebith tree of Marab and Canaanite were then there. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Then the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, To your descendant, I will give this land. And there he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. And he moved. From there to a mountain east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and I on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called the name of the Lord. I love him. So Abraham journeyed on the now, going on sail toward the south. Ha! Is that blessing? Now, there was famine in the land, then something happened. Then a point came, God blessed. They, they got increased. What they had increased. And his uh, nephew also increased. Sometimes they probably, Abraham was very rich in what? In livestock. Abraham was what? Very rich. He's not rich. What? People think that, oh, when you're a believer, uh, uh. he was very rich in what? In livestock, in what? In silver, in what? In gold. Ha! Oh, let, me, let me continue. Oh, wow. And he went on his journey from the south as far as better to a place where his tent had been. Then a time came that he, the, the, the blessings then causes rivalry. Blessings. If you don't handle them well, they can destroy you. Blessings can even destroy relationship. This boy that followed his... Now, the land was not able to support them that they might dwell together for their possession were so great that they could not dwell together. God has blessed them so much that the land can, couldn't contain their blessing. The richest man on earth now 
And the one that followed also got blessed. You know, sometimes when you follow people of blessing, you get blessed. Sometimes some people get blessed not because of them, but because of the one they are following. We get blessed because of Jesus. But the trickiest thing is that sometimes you pray God helps you and you prosper and God makes you great. And sometimes because God gave you the wisdom and the knowledge and you put the things together and it prospered you, sometimes the temptation to, is that, oh, I did it. Then you then move God out of the equation. Lord wasn't the one God called. It was Abraham. But when you follow the one God called, you won't get hungry. Who has followed a rich man and wouldn't have your lunch and breakfast? When you are following a rich man, you don't think about breakfast. When a rich man is your friend, what other people sit down tomorrow morning, uh, today, and think, hey, tomorrow, what will I eat? What my chair? You don't think about that. The reason is not because of you, but because of that person. The reason why we will have it is not because of us, but because of Jesus Christ. Lord should have learned this lesson. So, his headman normally is the followers that create problem. Someone says, oh, Ghana, Pastor, Ghana, our problem is MPP and NDC. I say, no. I say, go to parliament and see. Both of them, when they sit down, they are friends. When they come to the radio, they talk as if, listen, but the moment they finish, they hold their hands, they drink tea together, and they move together. Yeah, <laughs> Go there and see. They are tight from when one is in trouble, one helps the other. But you are here, and you are very angry because of your brother is in another party. <laughs> Meanwhile, the top people, they are French. You fight, some of you even fight. You hate either because they belong to some party. No, the people at the top there. Don't let any politician deceive you. And never share your blood for any politician. You can support your team, but don't be angry with somebody because you support another thing. So these followers party Abraham and party Lot. <laughs> and there was a strife between the headmen, the foot soldiers of Lot, and the foot soldiers of Abraham. They are the ones that create problems. Sometimes 
They are not even to, Abraham is not able to act because of his foot soldiers. No, Lord. Hey! We have been taking care of your ship. So we don't want this person there. Even though you know he's the best. Makamasem. So eventually, you move people who can make the country run fast out. And we go in a circle in life. Anyway, it's Abraham. Let me go on. And there was a strife between the headmen of Abram livestock and the headmen of Lot's livestock. The Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelt there in the land. If there's anything, is this Canaanite and the Perizzite you should fight, but not yourself. Let's fight poverty. Let's fight, uh, 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 what do you call it? Diseases. Let's fight the Canaanites. They are the one, they are our common enemy. Let's fight ignorant and educate people. They are our common enemy. Let's fight good roads. Because they are the one that kill our children, that kill us. Together, let's move together as a nation. But the headmen. There was no problem between, I think, Abraham and Lot. They dwelt nicely together, but their followers created division. So Abraham said, Lord, please let there be no strife between you and me, and between my headsmen and your headsmen, for we are brethren. We are all Ghanaians. We are all Nigerians. We are all Togolese. We are all Bokinabis. We are all Ivorians. We are all Liberians. We are all, you see, don't let us fight. Let us tackle the problem. Then he saw that if they live together, there will be trouble. Because the two of them can understand, but the down may not understand. So he said, it's not the whole land before you. Please separate from me. If you take the left, then I will go to the right. The left party and the right party. Or if you go to the right, then I will go to the left. And Lord lifted his eyes. That's where you see greed. Greed then decided what is inside the boy. Ask him, is this man that caused your prosperity? He's your uncle. And your uncle say, small boy, choose first. You say, uncle. No. You are the big, my, 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 my uncle. 
You brought, it's you I followed. So, take whichever part. Then what is left, I will take it. This boy is like the modern, modern day. If an old man and the modern day person enter into a bus, first, you will stand for that old man to sit down. But today, lots will find the best place to sit. <laughs> oh. So Lot behaved like the way we behave. And Lot lifted his eyes and saw all the plain of Jordan that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom. Before the Lord destroyed where? Sodom. He didn't know he was choosing Sodom and Gomorrah. Sometimes what looks lucrative today might be a death trap tomorrow. That is why we need God to guide us, not with the things only that we see, but with our intuition. He said, wow. He then chose that part. But Abraham knew the one he believed in. You see, what is very important, what makes the equation is God. Abraham knew where he came from. He knew how many sheep he had. He knew how he, what, how he started life. And he knew how, who prospered him. Many people started the same life with the same, some of them have even many sheep, many goats, or many, listen, than us, many opportunities than us. But I prospered in silver, in gold, and everything. So why should I just, look, wherever God put me, I will prosper. Their prosperity equation is God. He said, if God is in my life, I know I will make it in life. Today, I want to say, if God is in your life, you will make it. It doesn't matter where you are planted. You can be planted in Ghana. You don't need to go to America before you prosper. If God wants you to go to America, then he will take you there and prosper you there. If God wants to take you to Kuwait, he will take you there and prosper you there. If he wants to take you to Burkina Faso, he will take you there and prosper you there. If he wants to take you to Afghanistan, he will take you there and prosper you there. <laughs> when is it Afghanistan? Somebody came that in like this. I thought he was trying to kill, uh, 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 drive away some fly. It's not fly. Say, let it pass over me. <laughs> it doesn't matter. What matters is that where is God planting you? God is the equation. You plus God is equal to prosperity.
Abraham said, Lord, you reveal yourself to me. You spoke to me. And I have seen some sign of it in my life. Why should I rush? He said, hey, you choose whatever, wherever you want to be. He chose the best place. Lord looked at that place and chose the best part. And Lord lifted his eyes, Mananiso, and saw all the plain of Jordan. That it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Ah. Like the garden of what? The Lord. I said, wait there. Ah! Like the land of Egypt. As you go towards Zua. He looked at it and said, what? It is so tempting. Sometimes when something is, something good is around, it's so tempting that your heart may go for those things instead of the principles of God. The I, if it's me or you, we may still have, uh, at least you have brains that are working. You know, if I take my ship, it will prosper more than this place. So he picked it. He said, uncle, I want this side. And uncle knows. Then Lord chose for himself all the plain. Ha. And Lord journeyed east. And they separated from each other. He separated himself from the blessing, from the source of the blessing, from the one that is blessing him. He took himself off from it. <clears throat> At the end, you will find out that Lord had nothing. All that he acquired. How many of you have heard about, remember Lord's wife? When God was burning the city, he never had the chance. To collect anything. All that he guarded were burned. Something things that are not guarded in the name of Jesus will all go through fire. I don't want my works to be burned. At the end, Lord have to leave. And walk out without anything. And lost his wife. In addition. Oh. Then later. Mengahi. We are not such a drunkard. Lord, and there was a certain time if I was Abraham, I wouldn't mind this Lord. So king came and captured where he was to. Took everything. Took them captive. And when Abraham heard that his nephew had been captured, Abraham had a good heart. He doesn't keep things that this is my opponent. So I'm happy he's in trouble. Hey, the guy now, Nehuachereno. Ochia. 
Sometimes when something happens, somebody takes a decision and some bad things happen to him. You are happy because it's God rewarding this bad boy. I took you, this my, my, my nephew, and I, I just raised you up. I've made you this. And look at the way God is showing you. Let him die with his whole family. I know you won't want help. This is your opponent. This is the one that seems to have robbed you from the best of things. And your head has been captured. He guarded his army. He took himself. He said, I'm going to risk my life for the same person. This is how God treated us. We took our life in our hand, but he still sent his son to come and fight for us. Lord, Abraham gathers his own servant, born in his own house. Now when Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his 318 trained commandos. They are special forces who were born in his own house, went in pursuit because he, he, he trained them first how to fight and how to listen to the voice of God. He trained them the way of the Lord that this one, they will go to battle and none can die. But God said he will bless me and bless me. Anybody who cares me will be cursed. If any arrow is coming, it's a cursed arrow. It will go back to them. So he told them and put faith in them and they marched. Look at what happened. 300 special forces. Now, when Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his 318 trained soldiers, uh, trained servants. So you don't use untrained people to fight a battle. If you go, they will kill them. That is why God is training you to be able to face the enemy. Now he did, what did he do? Now that when Abraham, he armed 300, he did, he did what? He armed them. You have the best ammunition, the name of Jesus. Yes. Prayer, yes. the word of God. Oh, yes. He armed them with those ones, trained seven, born, who were born in what? In his own house. I love that. This battle, you need to be born again. They were born in his own house. They were not people he went and hide. Sometimes it is very dangerous when you have a great battle to go and hide other people somewhere. Those people can be used against you. They have no commitment to you. Yes. But sometimes we trust in the outside consultants more than our inside consultants. Meanwhile, sometimes our inside consultant is better than the outside consultant. Just because it's from outside, they give him big dollars. He from this and they'll frustrate you. 
But use your own home. Use your own people. Ha. Huh. Then what happened? And when in pursuit, as far as Dan, he divided his forces against them. 318. You are divided into two. How many will be? How do you divide them? But special forces, if you put one there, it's an army. You plus Jesus, you are an army. I said what? You are a complete unit of an army. <laughs> and he and his servant attacked them and pursued them as far as Hobah, which is north of Damascus. So he brought back all the world. Oh, I love it. He brought back what? All the goods and also brought back his brother Lot and his goods, as well as what? The women and the people. Man also here. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him at the valley of Shaveh. That, uh, that is the king's valley. After his return from the defeat of this king to the Roma, his, his name is very long. And, and the king who were with him, he was a very fearful uh, king, as his name is. So is he. So this king was defeated. Everybody was afraid of this king. But this man, with his household, with his special forces, defeated a man everybody thinks they can defeat. Today, with the little you have, you're going to do greater things. Amen. You may not have big army, but with the little and God, God is going to give you divine victory. Amen. Your, your captain, your general, is Jesus himself. Amen. The Melchizedek, that's where Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God, the most high. Then he gave him communion. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be what? Abraham of what? Most high God. I love that. He is a blessed be God. He said, Blessed be Abraham. Of who? Can we say, Blessed be you of God, of Jesus? Possessor of what? Heaven and what? Who has power over this earth and heaven? God is the possessor of what? Oh, you can't say it. He doesn't need Langards. Langards are not the possessor. He has the, the title deed. He is the possessor of this earth. That's why I believe that when God wants you to go to any place to prosper you, nobody can stop you. He is the possessor of this heaven and earth. Oh, I love how he was described. Uh, and blessed be God most high who has delivered your enemies into your hand and he gave him a tithe of what? Huh? He gave him what? Who gave the tithe? Who? Who? Abraham gave the tithe. 
don't know. The tithe is not to be given. God is the law. But before the law was given, before God gave the law about the tithe, Abraham, that's why I say, if you want to give the first, give it like Abraham. Don't be forced to give. Let it be something from you. That's the difference between the Old Testament. The Old Testament is a law, but if you don't do this. But the New Testament, you do because you love God, and you do beyond that. So Abraham gave tithe before even Levi was born. Before even the priesthood was, 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 uh, level was set, he gave tithe. Okay. Continue. Now the king of Sodom said to Abraham, give me the persons and take the goods for yourself. But Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to the Lord, God most high the possessor of heaven and earth. You see, if you know God as the possessor of the heaven and earth, you will not be struggling or taking bribe and do, nothing should be able to, uh, to touch. See, the man said, I'm going to give you. He said, look, what you're going to give me, the one who possesses all this thing, is God. And he's the one who gave me. If you could do that, you could have fought the man and, and you are going to fight the battle. The God which I serve is the possessor of what? Of the heaven and earth. I want you to, to know God as the possessor of what? The heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Abraham said, I have raised up my hands. Have you also raised up your hand that you will never do things that your heart, that is not good? Not depend upon men? Ha. Huh. And that I will not take anything that is yours, lest you should say, I have made Abraham rich. There are some people when they give you something, they will refer. Reference. They help you one. Even if it's not related to your success, they will link it. Huh? Oh, this guy. Oh. He was struggling with the one who paid his school fees. And he paid it only once. <laughs> and you know, school fees is not once. That made people go. <laughs> he paid the school fees once. But he, he said, look, and yet me and go away. But you only paid the school fees once. It's good. The person helped you. But don't, when you help people, don't think you are God. Yeah. But God may use many factors and many people to help somebody. Yeah. So you might not be the only person. Yeah. So don't take the credit. Abraham, the possessor, he knew God as what? The possessor of the heaven and the earth. He heard from God. 
He obeyed God. And because of that, God prospered him. I want you, anytime you hear from God and you take a step, know that God is going to bless you. Amen. And when God blesses you, you also become a blessing to others. Yes. Never keep bitterness in your heart. If Abraham had kept bitterness in his heart, he wouldn't have got this blessing from Melchizedek. In fact, there's a reason to be angry with his... Uh, uh, some people, they can keep... I remember I met somebody, the person, somebody did something at school. The person, primary school. He finished, this thing, went to university, still working, got this thing, and still he's bitter towards the person. I said, why? I said, the person is free, he's going, he's going, he's doing his thing, you are still carrying all this. I said, look, forgive, say, no, this one can't forgive. I, suffer. This guy, the way he took my sardine, Sardine. You have money to buy a carton of sardine. One sardine, you can't forgive. You've remembered yours. You are senior case, open your box, your box. This day, they don't take your box to school. In our days, you have trouble. You put gari, shito, milk, listen. Expect the rich people. We, the poor people, you take one cake of kiso. And they give you two, two tins of milk for the whole time. Then one packet of sugar, St. Louis or so. <laughs> and mine was the small, uh, you know, there's a small, bo a small box there with plenty gary. understand he might be like me like you have two things of milk and they take one <laughs> it's like killing you <laughs> the whole time but we survived sometimes I even take some back home so anytime they say, we are boycotting dining. <laughs> I try to convince others around me not to be part. Never boycotted dining before. So don't worry. So I advise you, it's good. 
to bring your audition, especially if you're a student here. When you're angry, don't destroy anything. It's madness. They take you there to train you to learn how to take care. But the thing, if you destroy it, it's you yourself the next time you go there. If you even ask for people to come and help, they won't come. But I won't go and put my money anywhere when you spoil the thing yourself. But others that don't have it need it. If you have it and you spoil it, stay without it. Control your anger. One of the best ways is to control your anger. When you are angry, you can be, listen, yes, it's good, chobe, chobe, but don't take a stone. Stones doesn't solve problems. It is worse. Explaining yourself. That makes people understand you. Not destroying chairs. Not destroying tables. So if you're a student in this church, never be partaker. Never join the devil. Because the devil is the destroyer. So once you start destroying, you join him. for me. Eventually, they will build your parent. The school will build your parent. And the bill will be more than if we were to pay school fees. Haven't I said it well? Yes. Or you are angry with me? This advice say church is when they come home, parent train them like how Abraham trained his household. We must do proper training. I didn't say they should not bring out what uh, their grievances, they should bring it in a very civil way. Not only students. Any place, even workplace, if you're angry, don't destroy your machines. If you destroy, you'll be unemployed. Huh? Bring your decision, write them down, argue your case, and win your case. And that is a civil way of solving problems. Abraham. Train his household. And at the end, the battle was won. He was blessed, and most of us will be blessed. God says that He's going to make you a blessing. Say, I'm a blessing. Say, you are a blessing. You see, when you touch a blessing, you get blessing. When you put blessing in your house, you are blessed. You remember the story of the ark of God. When somebody, Uzzah, tried to handle it, tried to help God, and God strike him, and David was angry that God wanted to help you and you killed the person. 
So he looked at somebody whose face looked like he has to die. He said, Obed is done. So they gave, they put their ark in the way of Obedidom. Obedidom understood the ways of God. He saw it as a blessing. They look, this is a privilege to have God in my house. This is a privilege to have the possessor of the heaven and earth in my house. So he did what he ought to do. Some of us, the problem is not because God is not blessing you, but because you are not doing what God wants you to do to make the blessings come. So he did what he ought to do and put the ark there. Within three months, I said, Within what? Or? Oh. Within three months, Obedidom and his family that always go to borrow money before they eat. They were not coming to people again. Obedidom was increasing, was getting blessing. Then within three months, Obedidon's life changed. Their lifestyle changed, their home changed, everything changed. They changed their chairs, they changed their curtains, they changed everything, they changed their shoes, they changed their dressing. And anytime somebody's coming out of the house of Obedidom, they say, What? What have this man done? Then the ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obedidom. The Gittite, three months, and the Lord blessed Obedidom and his household. I love that. Then what happened? Now it was told King David, saying, The Lord has blessed the house of Obedidom and all that belongs, all that belongs to him because of the ark of God. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obedidom. <laughs> To the city of David. David is David is why so he knew if he doesn't take the ark, the kingdom will change. But the guy is getting so much blessed that if he leave the ark for one year, the state will have to come and borrow money for their budget. He says, hey, open oh, the to tell him, King David, you say you are rich, but go to Obedidon's house and see. <laughs> and they say, huh? And one person, another person, and everybody, the news was that, hey, Obedidon, he's becoming richer than David. They say, ah, say, quickly go and bring the ark. <laughs> Brethren, <laughs> we are carrying the ark in us. We are blessed. You see, now the ark, God do not dwell in box. He now dwell in the heart of men. So as you carry God along, you carry the blessing of Obedidon. You only know how to, only have to learn how to operate. How Obedidon learned how to operate with God. Then the blessings will follow. Today, I want you to go home. We have the blessing of Obedidom. Three months, life has changed. Three months, God has changed his situation.
free man, God has done something great. They, to the extent that the king feared. You think if it was killing people there, the king would have taken it? Huh? Because it was bringing blessing. Brethren, this Jesus, this ark, can be sent to other people. People can be rich physically, but they are poor spiritually. We need spiritual rich men. Blessed are the poor in spirit. It means that they are also rich. A word called rich in spirit. If there's a word called poor in spirit, then there's also what? A word called rich in spirit. I want us to carry these riches to the world. Men should be rich spiritually. And that is when this world can move on well. God bless you. Now you've heard the word of the Lord. If you haven't, I want God's ark to be carried into your house. And the Bible says when you open your heart, he will come in and dwell in there. And it is when he dwells in that house which is your body, that is when he prospers you. I want you to bow down your head. If you have never received Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior before, ask him to come and live in your heart and be your Lord and Savior. He's the possessor of the heaven and earth to come and live in you. Ask him that you want him to be in you. If you have also received him before, you to ask him that you want him to show you what to do so that his glory will be manifested in you more. If you have never received him before, confess your sins to him and ask him to forgive you your sin he will forgive you and he will fight your battle for you and then you can ask him to come into your heart. Believe that God raised him from the dead so that you will no longer die. I want it to be your prayer. Whether you are born again or not born again, you have a prayer to pray. Believe in that God. Believe in Jesus. Believe in him, the son of the living God. He will come into your heart and be your Lord, and be your Savior. And today your life will never be the same. If one to help you, say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I cannot save myself. So forgive me all my sins. Come into my life. Come into my heart. 
and dwell in me. I confess you as my Lord and personal Savior. I believe that you died and you resurrected again. Now alive to help me to win my battle. In Jesus' name. Amen. We have come with all